Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Nate Latessa, the president of Heureka, an index-in-place search and analysis software platform for corporate legal, compliance, and cybersecurity departments. Hi, Nate. How are you? I'm doing great, Ari. Thanks for having me. It's a privilege. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Heureka. I started in really in the lit support space on the services side back in 2002 with a company called ImageNet. And that was really back in the copy scan days and the legal document coding days. And around 2003, we realized that e-discovery was kind of an emerging business. So they asked me to start this e-discovery business. It was really early on. So it was really interesting. I think we had a couple of discovery boxes where we could process about, I think, a gig or two a month. But it was really, really time-consuming, really expensive work. I think one of the first projects we did was a one-gig project, and I think we charged about $28,000 for it. So really, really high cost on that side. But the business really took off quickly because there was such a need for it. And in 2004, we ended up capitalizing that business, and we formally created something, a company called 2XI, which stood for Second Generation ImageNet. So we still kept the entities separate. And really, during that time, there were still a lot of problems in discovery. Again, we were very early on, and they were experimenting with different pricing structures and things like that. So we actually approached companies like Autonomy and some others to actually build our own engine. That didn't really work out. But in 2006, we were approached by Clearwell to actually be one of their partners. And that really worked out great. So we became one of the very first Clearwell partners. And that really helped things take off for us. And in 2007, the e-discovery side of the business is really cranking along there. And we decided to merge 2XI back into ImageNet. And we created what is known today as Inventus. And that was really the, the beginning of Inventus. When I stayed on until about 2010 and ran the, the e-discovery and the technology division. And then in 2010, I had an opportunity to leave. I took it. And I, at that time, honestly swore that I'd never return to e-discovery. I'd spent a lot of time doing it. And I took some time to work on a couple other startups. But in 2011, Clearwell called me and, and pulled me back into the space. And I realized that I really missed it then. And I really had a great time working with the folks at Clearwell. I stayed on through the acquisition by Symantec for a couple years. But really, I started to get bored in that space because there really wasn't anything new or innovative happening then. You know, review was review. And I mean, things like TAR were kind of coming out, but people weren't really using it. And in 2013, a gentleman by the name of Ron Kopfer, who had a company called VE Discovery, approached me with this idea, which became Heureka. And it was a really simple idea. It was how do we reduce the amount of collected data for discovery? And when you look at that collection space, it was really neglected. There wasn't really any innovation happening there. And people were still collecting data the same way they always had. And usually that meant over-collecting. So you over-collected and over-processed and had over-review. And there was a lot of cost, a lot of wasted time associated with that. So this was really interesting. And I thought this was a really innovative approach. And the idea was, how do we get to data faster than we could before? And the idea was to index it in place. So to create these indexes that live on laptops and desktops and file shares, to actually index that data at the point of creation so you can actually search it in place before you ever collect a single document. And I thought this was really interesting. This was really innovative. And this was really going to help solve that problem. And that's really the secret sauce behind Heureka. It's this distributed search. And we can do it really, really fast. So you can do full Boolean searches across, say, a 1,000 machines. And it'll take about a minute. 
But what we realized early on is that it wasn't enough just to do keyword searching because a lot of times you don't really know what you're looking for. And one of the things we saw was that we were still seeing a lot of junk, a lot of old data in this. We had to find a way to help companies get rid of some of this bad data, to have better data hygiene, to really reduce the cost and start to streamline that whole e-discovery process. And that was really the beginning of Pure Ego. You talk about this concept of data hygiene. What is that and how can companies take advantage of it? Usually when you talk about data hygiene, most people think of structured data. So cleaning up outdated or inaccurate records and structured databases like CRMs or some other client management tools to really improve data output and analytics. But in the context of unstructured data, it's really starting to eliminate that rot, that redundant, obsolete, trivial data. So all the data that has no business, legal, or regulatory value, but potentially has a lot of business liability. And in most corporations, you know, when you look at the unstructured data that they own, 80% of the data they have is unstructured. And out of that 80%, about 70% of it is rot. And really the problem is, is that employees have really little or no incentive to delete this data. When was the last time you woke up and said, gosh, I really need to delete some data off my computer. Instead of deleting it, we just add more hard drive space. I don't think I create more data today than I did 10 years ago, but my hard drive is about 10 times the size. So there's really no incentive to get rid of that information. And really, people have just said in the past, well, storage is cheap, so we could just add more. But it's really contributing to all these downstream problems with increased costs of discovery and everything else that's data-driven. So we need to get better at cleaning up this information. We need to get better data hygiene. And that's really the key to reducing these costs downstream. Tell us a little bit more about the benefits of improving an organization's data hygiene. Every corporation struggles with data growth. This is a problem that every single corporation deals with. And it's really gone unchecked for a long time. And every corporation that we go into, I haven't seen one that has great data hygiene. They all have bad data hygiene and a lot of them had bad habits, but that's starting to change. But when you look at the problem with that, without good data hygiene, without a way to expire data that has no value, this problem gets worse and it gets worse really fast. And I think the last number I saw is that basically your unstructured data doubles every 1.6 years. So if you don't do anything about it and you just keep throwing more storage at it, the problem gets worse and worse really, really fast. And what happens is, is this really translates into increased costs for things like e-discovery, right? Especially if you're still over collecting data for every matter because you're collecting data that's non-responsive, that's rot, that again, has no value to that matter, but it's kind of mixed in with all the data that does have value. But it even has negative impact on other parts of the business like cybersecurity. Again, if you look at that number that 70% of your corporate data is rot, if you translate that into dollars, that means that 70 cents of every dollar that you're spending on cybersecurity is going towards protecting data with no value. So corporations need to get better at really disposing of this rot. And then the other key to that is the data that's left over, that 30%, start to classify that data. That's the data that has business value. We need to start classifying that so we can track it and recall it easily. And that right there will help drastically reduce e-discovery costs. How are e-discovery professionals evolving to provide support beyond litigation? There's a lot of talk, obviously, about GDPR and CCPA. There's a lot of new and evolving privacy regulations, both in the EU and the United States. And it's more important now than ever, really, to know what data you have and where it's located. And we work with a lot of companies to solve those privacy challenges. And that engagement really starts with understanding what data you have and where it's at and separating that getting rid of that rot. 
And when you look at e-discovery professionals that are in that space, a lot of them have built careers on collecting, analyzing large amounts of data, usually in a really, really tight timeline. So they're used to sifting through that data and finding what's really important and separating that out from everything else. So I think they're in a really unique position to contribute in other areas, especially on the privacy side. And I think you're starting to see that in corporations where they're looking at where they can pull from within the organization to solve some of those problems. And I think e-discovery is kind of that natural place to look. Where do you see e-discovery headed, particularly as it aligns with the data classification trends you're discussing? So data classification is interesting. And I think it's one of those things that every company wants to do. And really, to me, one of the things that always drove me crazy about e-discovery is when you look at the process, we spend so much time and energy to find data, to collect it, to process it, to analyze it, to review it, and get it to a point where we can start to add some intelligence about it for that matter. During that process, you've got reviewers and attorneys that are adding issue tags or classifications to those documents. And you take all that intelligence when that matter's over and you throw it in the trash. It's usually just used for that matter, and then you lose that intelligence. And companies have tried to solve this problem through things like multi-matter intelligence and things like that, where you really have to keep a case alive forever, which really isn't the best solution. But what we've done at Heureka is we wanted to find a way to take that information and use it for other matters going forward. So for instance, if you have documents that are privileged, they're probably always going to be privileged for the rest of their lives or something that's like a vendor agreement or employee contract. Those are tags that get applied sometimes in that process. So being able to take that information and feed that back into a system so I could start to classify that data in place. And so I don't start from zero with every matter. So I can start to filter or include or exclude by those tags. I can use those tags on the information governance side. Even the cybersecurity folks can find value in those tags. So really being able to reuse those decisions again and start to drive other data-driven workflows within the organization. So I think that's where the biggest impact for e-discovery and for data classification is. E-discovery in general, when I look at where it's headed, you're starting to see a lot of different things, a lot of different trends uh, in corporations here. And I think corporations are starting to realize that having a well-developed, mature information governance program can impact many different areas of business, especially on e-discovery. And traditionally, information governance really hasn't had much of a budget. You're starting to see that change. You're starting to see more dollars associated with that. So when I look at e-discovery, I think there's always going to be a need for it. But I think if we can get better at managing data, the point of creation, eliminating rot, correctly classifying data with value, I think we can drastically reduce that time and cost of e-discovery and start to take those professionals, those folks on the e-discovery side, and apply them to the beginning of the process where they could be much more proactive about managing that information so everything isn't always a fire drill. You recently assumed the role of president at the company. What's your vision for moving forward? When we started this, again, it was really around this idea of getting access to information wherever it resides and being able to index it in place. And so we started with things like workstations and file shares. Really the vision for me here is I'd like to see this move into other data sources. We've got cloud and things like Amazon S3 buckets and Dropbox and Box and a lot of other data repositories. Really create a single pane of glass view into all of those so you don't have to go into them separately to manage this data. So start to unify all those different silos so you have one place to search and analyze and manage that data. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Nate Latessa, the president of Heureka, an index-in-place search and analysis software platform 
for corporate legal, compliance, and cybersecurity departments. Nate, thank you so much and best of luck in your new role. Great. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.